Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. The last day of the fast. For those of you who were fasting with us, yes, the excitement that I feel (laughs) deep in my soul at this particular moment in time is indescribable. (laughs) Go ahead and describe it, sis. I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but happy July 19th to everyone. Thank you for joining us for the daily morning meeting. We are super excited to see each and every one of you with us every morning here in front of us and on YouTube. We are grateful for all of you. It is Tuesday, so we are the second day into the week. So I'm going to go ahead and mute my mic and pass it on over to the man himself, Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. 
All right, Grand Rising to all of you, the rules of poverty. The rules of poverty is what we're talking about. Wait a minute, excuse, excuse me. I'm sorry for interrupting. Is today mm-hmm. your birthday, sir? Tomorrow is. Today's Queen It's Chief tomorrow. Birthday. Oh, yes. okay, okay. Well, happy day before your birthday and happy birthday, Queen. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, sir. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Queen Chi wanted to incarnate a day before me. Mm-hmm. So she... She must did be that specifically. Me. Yeah, she following me around the universe, and that's what it is. Mm. But it is her birthday. Her, put your camera on so we can wish you happy birthday. Yes, yes. Just, Queen yeah. Throw on some basketball shorts or something. Mm. Be all right. Yeah, right. Because you always want to trail me. Well, I guess she was born first. She was born twelve years first. She was fifty-two years old, y'all. <laughs> I bet, I bet she say something now. Bet you she say something now. Bet you she say stuff to die. Yeah. Y'all are yeah. funny. I'm so glad to <laughs> All caps. All Happy caps. Yeah. Ooh, she said your mama. Ooh. Uh, uh, you know, fight words. You know, you know. Yes, we're talking about the rules of poverty, but we want to wish Queen Chi a happy birthday for sure. Her birthday is so awesome. It's the last day of the fast. The last day of the fast. And I am looking forward. I am looking forward to eating nothing but what I always eat. Just the the same boring, healthy stuff. Yes. But it will be good not to be on the fast. I'll tell you that much. Don't you do another one. I'll tell you. Don't you do another one. What you do? You want to talk to God? Just go in prayer. That's it. You know what you do? You just go go in your closet and shut that door. That's it. You do no fast. Uh oh, she in birthday behavior. Well, come on, let me get this on camera. All right, then. Come on, Queen Chi. So somebody say, some, hold on before you come. Grace, want you sing happy birthday for us? All right. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> me, me, me. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Queen G. Happy birthday to you. All right. I heard that. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Queen. Mostly, I don't know. Grace can sing. Yes. He can sing. His he, lead he, out from the real church. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hidden, yeah. hidden talents. Hidden talents. Yes. Lead alto of a Baptist church. That means she is overworked <laughs> and overmodulated. And that's what that means. That's what that means. Come on, Queen Chi, give us a little speech. I don't have a speech. Thank you so much, Queen Gracie, for the birthday song. Actually, I sung two twice this morning. So thank you for my birthday song, Queen Gracie, an amazing D. Thank you to my ATS family for your happy birthday wishes. Y'all be in here. Okay, y'all started early. Some of y'all sent me messages at 1220 in the morning. I appreciate it. I really do. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your support. And I really, really, really greatly appreciate you all. Well, thank you so much. Yes. You looking good, sis. You are thank looking you. good. I will not as look always that good on my birthday. Do you understand? <laughs> you better hope I take a bath on my birthday. You better. 
I got the exact opposite energy. The exact opposite energy. I ain't doing nothing. So, hey, when it's your birthday, you can do whatever you want to do. That's your yes. day. Yes, yes, yes. My real birthday is December twenty first, by the way. But that's all right. Well, that, but that's a, that's a that's a the day I really celebrate. Anywho, not my real birthday. Not my real birthday. The rules of poverty. Today is going to be Bishop. Yes, sir. Before you start, good morning. Mm-hmm. Morning. I want to say to Pinky, your face is shining. You can tell that this fast has done something to you. I can see a different Pinky than I saw 40 days ago. Okay, all right. Y'all clap for that. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you're going. Give us a speech. Speech, speech. And sir, I'm sorry. For you, excuse me, for you to call for it, it had to be something that you needed along with the rest of us, but it shows in your face, it shows in your character. Now you can speak. Oh, (laughs) wow, thank you. I thank you. I thank y'all for following the call of Antonio and doing it as well, even though you didn't have to. That was awesome. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Prof. Good. I guess all y'all got good energy on Queen Chi's birthday. I guess that's <laughs> what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, it's 111 degrees on her birthday. God bless. Be 112 on mine. Oh, there you go. There you go. And uh, we will have the meeting tomorrow and let's we'll sell somewhere. So it's all things tech. We would do both. Don't worry not. We would do both. And then after that, I will get me some day scotch. Yes, it won't take me long. It won't take me long, Jerome. Give me some day scotch. I sure will. I sure will. The rules of poverty. You've never heard this before. And in my, in my, I said there's a lot going on. So in my, in my book, that'll be out soon. I had the movie to come out years before. I talk about the rules of racism. In this financial book, I'm gonna talk about the rules of poverty. They're hidden. They're right there. They are among you. They are controlling you. And uh, make sure, oh, make sure you hit up Melissa. I said it yesterday, but he was driving around, so we can have a meeting. The rules of poverty. They are seven, as I can see them. This is not in the book, but this is serious. The rule number one is keep people confused as what it takes to make money. By a show of hands, voices, camera flicks, praise hands, as Phil's does, all those are actions, emoji hands. How many of you genuinely have felt or said recently 
it is too hard to catch up with all this money. It's too hard. They make it way too hard to do this or that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know you don't want to admit it because you're so esoteric, but we're not talking about your spirituality. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this system of oppression. Okay. So mm-hmm. I just want to say something right up in this space, right there, mm-hmm. all up okay. in there. So, like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They make it extremely difficult keeping you confused. However, there is a group called the ATF. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that is known for disrupting the frequencies. <laughs> And with that in mind, I have constantly said, you won't be me, not ever again. So regardless of how difficult they have made it, it is not difficult to the point where I would say, no, I can't catch up. I I don't say that anymore. No, no. That's Good. not for me. So I'm just being honest. That's real talk. No, no doubt. And I, I expected all of y'all to say that because all of you are, you know, a different class of people. So I definitely expect you to say that. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Go ahead, Yolanda. I want to get her before they make her take her headphones off. Oh, I was just raising my hand because I was like, oh, but I thought that, that was yes. wrong. I, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> okay. My bad. But that's true, yeah. though. That's all the way back. It's true. It's true. They make it now. This, the, just go back to what Son said. I I know. I get it. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you your limitations. This conversation. Let me let me let me help you out. All seven of these rules have nothing to do with you. I'm exposing what's being done to you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about what you allow. What you you know. I'm not. This is. Under no circumstances. Now, all of you, please act like time to be like, but I refuse. When I get that. Please do that. Please keep that spirit. That's how you're going to get it. But they make it hard for you to make it and make it hard for you to keep it. And you, this isn't, we don't have to disagree with this or think about this. Just the institution of the Federal Reserve in 1913 is all the proof you need. You don't need anything else. You don't need any, they've devalued your dollar. I can't even, we can't even put a percentage on it. I, it. The percentage is to, it's something like 10 million percent. They've devalued it all of that much. Mrs. Smith. Yes, sir. God bless Andrew. God bless him. But I, you got six more to go. And number six more. one says to me, because you've been telling me. <laughs> Since I've been a member of ATS, <laughs> that I've been bamboozled. Bamboozled. <laughs> I'm a mm-hmm. And the fact that I know that because you told that to me is not relevant, sir. Because the fact that I know it didn't mean that I was acting on it because I did. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you want to go. So God bless Sandra. Good. Sandra, you got the anointing of God on you. But 
Jerome ain't dead yet, okay? <laughs> so just because you got the knowledge don't mean you're going to act on it. And I just wanted to say it up front because I fall on the sword, okay? All right, I'm sure. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, Jay-Z was That's talking funny. about that. <laughs> yeah, Jay-Z was talking about that. Yes, well, not yesterday. I watched the interview with him and Kevin Hart yesterday on Heart to Heart on Peacock, which is on YouTube. And he was talking about how he, oh yeah, yeah it's on oh, the full episode, y'all, 47 minutes. And it's, it was amazing. It was amazing. And Jay-Z is my hero. Jay-Z is my hero for sure. And Stradivari just told me in private chat that today, right now, the Euro and the US dollar are valued at the same. Wow. Right now. There you go. The he said he told he said he said a lyric in the song, and his 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 his, his nephew Ty went and changed, and he didn't change. He was like, "See, I knew what to do years before I actually did it, because doing something and knowing something are not the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Or not the same thing." And Jerome is absolutely right. I'm glad Jerome and Sandra Jerome saying the same thing. Even she she agreed. Let, let me give you these rules, and then we're gonna talk about all seven of them. Okay, we're gonna give you these rules, then we're gonna give you solutions the whole time. This most of this conversation will be solutions to these rules, but I need I need to run them off for you. Number one is they keep you confused on how to make money. Number two, they keep the positive results of money hidden from the masses, doesn't matter who you are. They keep the positive result, change that for me, positive results and relationships of money hidden from the masses. Number three, they do not allow the women and the children to be exempt from the power of old white men. There's no other way to say it. Sorry, you'll get over it. It's true. There's no way to say it. Number four, they use compromising. Uh, they, no, no, I want to use compromising, Grace. Yeah, what was it? Uh, collaborators. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. They use compromising collaborators. They use compromising collaborators to maintain the status quo. Don't worry about it. We're gonna, we gonna get there. We're gonna get there. The masses must always be controlled. That's number five. Every law that helps the middle class, they find a way to minimize its effects with an E. Every law that helps the middle class, they find a way to minimize its effects. They create policy. Lastly, they create policies to keep the masses economically 
non-competitive. Those are your seven rules, as I see them. These same rules with a few differences apply to the Black community as well. But that's for my book. This ain't no Black or white conversation. Let's process this information. Let me go to the hardest one that's going to be accepted. They do not allow women and children to be exempt from the power of old white men. You're not going to like that. I know you don't. And that's not a white statement. But you do need to understand that if you look across every continent on the planet, old white men are in power. Say whatever you want. That is what it is. Okay? Now, white is a blanket statement. I want you to think about this for a moment. Old white men hold other old white men under their thumb. That's gonna be the hardest one for you to accept. It's the truth. You ain't gonna like it. It's the truth. It's not even hard. I'm not even saying nothing wrong. I'm not even saying, the only thing I'm doing is I'm saying what it gets said behind closed doors. That's the only thing I'm doing. If you're uncomfortable, it's because this is not table talk. That's it. That's it. We all know this to be true. We all know this to be true. If you go find a country and who leads that country, if you go find a company and who leads that company, if you go find a college and who leads that college, if you go find a hospital and who is the head doctor of that hospital, if you go find a board behind a social trillion dollar, million dollar, billion dollar social media, you're going to find. You are preaching today. It ain't Thursday, but you preach. Tell, I'm so, you know what? You're, 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 do you're going you to do. find. You can go to India and the money will come back mm. to an oligarchy of old white men. It just is what it is. This is right. And I'm not talking about this is so let's define what old white men is real quick. I don't mean the white race. I mean this, this, this genotype, this, this prototype, the people who create the laws that are going to affect you for three generations, but would die before they see that effect. Mm. The idea that Congress looks nothing like this phone call. That if you are, if you go to college, we can assume the president of that college is not a woman, nor is the provost, which is a big deal. The provost decides and controls what the education will look like. And then the board will have mostly that prototype. Uh, Antonio, I know it's, it's a lot of women on the board. And if you look at Twitter's board, and if you look at the uh, Houston Patrick's board, it's women. I didn't say women don't get in, because if they didn't let women in, then you would know you being bamboozled. Funny that you said that, because I was actually friends with the provost of my college, and it was actually a woman, which was surprisingly. Surprising. I was surprised when a You were surprised when A&M got one. Surprising. And I, and I guarantee you that woman 
has to step every step yeah. in a stepping way. She sure did. And then I didn't know that she did either. So she had to see. Wang, but we were very close. Great woman. Yeah, great woman. Good. Shout out to her. I'm glad. I just want you to just, just, just you know, so how, how the hell we get past this? There are rules to poverty. And I want you to understand one thing up front. I was talking to somebody not too long ago. Oh, it was a podcast. And I was talking, it, it, it was a podcast of an older white guy. <laughs> like, stop asking me questions, y'all. Like, stop doing that, right? Podcast of an older white guy. He just laughed at me. And I was telling him, oh, yeah, they love keeping you down. First off, I shouldn't even be on your podcast. This is exactly what I told him. I told him, him and his whole audience, I shouldn't even be on your podcast. Yeah, he, was, he was just laughing. I said, the moment I got on your podcast is the moment they're going to treat you like me. Because mm. there's rules to poverty. Mm. Poverty has been... instituted as part of society since the beginning of time. If you think poverty is not natural, you would be incorrect. I'm not, see, now let's see, no, there's somebody like me or like Phil that's gonna say, but the, the universe does not do lack. I understand, but humans do. And as long as humans are natural, lack is natural. And, and, and until humans, Stop acting like humans. Poverty is going to always act like poverty. Think about this. There has always, before, before capitalism, Grace Google, show you, no, Dana, you show your screen while she take notes. Show your screen. I think it's something like 1863. Dana, when, when is the beginning of capitalism? It starts with Marxism and stuff like that. When is the beginning of, cap, of capitalism? We, we need the Greek god Google to yeah. help us here. 16th century. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm a few centuries behind. So 15th century, or 16th century. There you go. Uh, modern capitalist theory is, wait, 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 wait. Go, back, go back to it. Because I see what they did. Modern, it's traced to the 18th century treatise. This is what I was talking about. So that's 1700. But they got it going, I guess they've been all intelligent. Good. Fine by me. There you go. Go ahead. You, you stop it now. So let's go with feudalism. That's the time of, that's, and that's when feudalism starts morphing into something else. Feudalism is when Phil rode to the, to the medieval times on his Cadillac horse you know, <laughs> <laughs> and said, I will protect your land. This is where we get landlord from. Phil became the lord of the land by protecting your land because you couldn't you know, those barbarians, but just mean non-Christians, those barbarians will pillage um, your crops. And since 90% of your wealth is in your crops, mm -hmm. you might want yeah. this strong knight who is Phil of the Sorrentino. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To protect your land, and you know what? What should we pay you, Lord? Well, I will take thirty percent of all the yield of your crop, something like that. This is where this this idea of landlord 
comes from feudalism to where give me your give me your freedom i'll give you security that's when it starts morphing mm-hmm. you live in this today as soon as you were born in a country the country says give me your freedom i'll give you security you don't even know what happens because your mama do it your mama signed a birth certificate your mama give you a social security number right you don't even know what's happened to you but you were born giving up your freedom to then exchange it for security which is correct because if you don't like that, go be a Neanderthal again, and you can't do anything, right? It just it has to be some sort of given pool. From this, we get capitalism. But I need you to get 1700s when capitalism started. But Jesus in first century was saying the pool would be with you always. So all of you who think capitalism causes poverty, you are incorrect. Poverty has always been here. There has always been people who had caves and people who wanted to get in them. And that's just not going to change. Get rid of capitalism. You would never get rid of poverty. Right now on this call, someone has rejected every single thing I have said. That's poverty. And there's nothing that Phil or Susan can connote about it. It's just going to be that way until they decide not to be that way. It's just it's what it is. It's just, there is no difference. There is what it is. So understanding that capitalism does not create poverty. My thesis that I'm bringing to you is humans create poverty and have done it since humans been humaning. But through trial and error, the oligarchy that controls this thing have perfected poverty perfected poverty yes through trial and error not through not through intelligence let's try this this work let's do it again this work let's do it again this work let's do it again and that is going to be very key for you because a lot of you whether you're probably not going to admit it out loud but a lot of you think that you have to be smart to make money you have to be smart to have your freedom. That to be financially free is to be some genius in finances. This is not true. None Come of on now. You're breaking yes. all kinds yeah. of icebergs. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you used to think it. I used to think it. There's no way y'all yeah. don't think this here. Okay. This is why I, I told somebody the other day. I told another podcast person the other day. I'm so glad for Donald Trump. I am, and this was, it was another, I think it was an old white lady this time, right? I have no idea. I said, I'm so glad for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I was under the illusion at almost 40 years old that somehow we got talking about black, white, I'm not sure. And I was like, I was under the illusion that all white people were united. Mm. Donald Trump crashed that for me. And it was the best financial thing that ever happened to me. It was the best financial lesson I ever learned watching my, my paradigm get shifted. Donald Trump, like everybody, and this, is what I, this is what I said. I'm just tell you what I said on this podcast because I stand by every word I say. I only say the things that I stand by. I just, my brain works so fast. I just say, oh, yeah, I stand by this and I do it in nanoseconds. They was afraid of a black president dividing 
the country, but the white person divided the country, right? You know, <laughs> the white man did. Think about this for a moment. That was by design, and I'm not I'm not talking about presidents getting here and all that stuff, not the conspiracy theory. I'm talking about the idea that somebody like me went, well, he's gonna be here for four years, might as well benefit from it. And that's what I'm trying to get you to see. By design, I, somebody like me used your hatred, use your uncomfort. You don't want to talk about race? Good. I'm about to make money off of it. You don't like Trump? Good. I'm about to make money off it. <laughs> want America to be great again? Good. I'm about to make money off it. Somebody like me who knows how to be objective in every situation, who knows how to be with racists and be with liberals profited off that entire situation. To think that I have a following in which people, you know how many people follow me who don't even like black people? Or how many, this is the truth, this is the truth. Or how many, how many women follow me who don't like men? Because they keep this hard, confused, so you, can, so you can't make money. Your solution to number one is to master how to win friends and influence people. That book come up all the doggone time. No matter, no matter how much I try, no matter how much I try, the e-myth is going to help you out for sure. They keep people confused at what it takes to make money. So Jerome says, Antonio, what does it take to make money, to be likable? And what's the second thing? Then to be excellent. Is there anything else? No, there's nothing else. There is nothing else to be likable. And after you get liked, become excellent. You will be just fine. And it's as simple as, and it, you can't make it more simple. Well, give me the steps. You don't need the steps if people like you. <laughs> if people like you, you don't need to say, they, this is what they do. Ooh, ooh, Grace, here, here, come here, come here. Let me pull you to the side. No, 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 you're not doing it for real. Let me pull you to the side. Don't do that. Let me show you what to do. If you're likable, yeah. they'll circumvent you around this. The steps are for everybody else. The steps are not for the, if, when, when Susan said to the kids, y'all go to bed, that was for them to go to bed, not for Susan. Right. Like when, you, when, when a winner establishes a rule, the winner don't follow the rules. Yeah. The rules exist for you to follow. I'm trying to keep you in a condition that benefits me. Uh-oh. Parents, you do it every day. You do it every day. Every day you write a rule. Right now they got rules for a donut. Mm -hmm. They need a donut, mm -hmm. but they still got rules on them. Sure. So I guess they don't need you then. Wait a minute. Make sure you get all this down, Grace. This is, this is going to be too good. This is this whole class is going to be too good. Antonio, if I, yeah, yes, ma'am. I learned two things from a friend of mine whose kids were a little bit older than mine. 
Number one, I said, well, how do you, because our middle school, high school started at 645 or some crazy time like that. I said, how do you get your kids to bed earlier? They're used to this, you know, other time because elementary school didn't start until nine. And it should have been reversed because the older kids need more sleep than the younger kids. But that's another story. So she said, um, don't worry, you won't have to do anything about it because they will be so tired that you'll see them sitting in their bed at eight o'clock and falling asleep. And sure enough, that's what happened with my kids. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, I'm ironing their clothes all the time. And, you know, I had everything ironed for the week. I'd iron on Sundays and sometimes have to iron a few things in between. She said, oh, you don't want to do that. Just take it out of the dryer, shake it, rub it a little bit with your hand and they'll be good enough. And so those two things helped me yep. with that with that time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for help. <laughs> yeah. Because those kids who love her very much would have controlled her condition. And it's the parent's job to control the conditions. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is what it is. You ain't got to like it. This is what we do. Go ahead. And, and people like me understand this. And since you're so don't want to admit it, I profit off of that. And you lose. Go ahead, Talisha. You want to say something too? Yeah, I'm trying to understand this now. So now that I know this and when I tell my daughter to go do something, <laughs> like Susan said, <laughs> like Susan said about the bedtime, I, I know for school time, you bed is eight o'clock. If it's summer, you can stay as long as you want. So she'll fight that. She'll be like, well, why can't I stay up for 830? Like she'll push the limit. Like, you know, give me an extra 30 minutes. And it's like every time I ask her to do something, it's she fighting against what I'm saying. So every time that I do that, am I taking her ability or her conditioning away of being able to fight for her own beliefs? No, you're doing the exact opposite. Every time you give her a rule, you encourage her to push against that rule. In society? Period. Or, okay. Period. Period. Here's okay. This is first off, you are in if there's master, if bachelor's, masters, and doctorate, you're not in none of these conversations. You're in the conversations that the doctorate people go to learn more. Like you're you're way past doctorate conversation. You're in an elite conversation that all the people with the PhDs go to to come back and run their hospitals. That's where you at right now. So if you're not getting this conversation, worry now. I'm going to repeat a lot of stuff over and over. You're going to get it. I'm really just trying to plant seeds. It is Talisha's job. It was Phil's job. It is, it is Chiquita's job to make sure their children are not assholes. It just is what it is. That's their job. Your child must be a member of society to where other people don't want to choke them. That's <laughs> That is it. This is, y'all, this is real life. Your job is to raise your children to where somebody doesn't want to shoot them because you didn't do a good enough job at home. So you have to do something. Or let me say it a different way. Your child, your job is to raise your child in a manner where you won't hate your own child. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you now? That makes a lot of 
That's Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> right. That is your and job. And all the grands too, Lord. <laughs> that's, that's your job. Your job is to make sure that your kids become productive members of society because they don't have a chance if they're not, because your blessings are going to come through society. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. You know, I, I feel it was easier raising my kids before all this social media and all that crazy stuff going on. Um, they, they still have that solid foundation. Each generation loses a bit of that. Each gen generation, you know, my grandparents, then my parents, then we're the baby boomers. We have it. The next generation is still pretty good. And each generation, it's, it's getting harder and harder. And kids are, you know, not being raised. And just like the school shootings and all the shootings that we have going on, those kids, most of the time, weren't raised properly. You know, I don't know the whole history, but there's conflict in the home and all that kind of stuff going on and then they self-esteem is gone they don't have any direction and the society we live in now they turn to that kind of stuff absolutely i completely agree i completely i completely agree and that's that's a sound argument so talisha i'm not telling you don't put rules on your children because if you don't they can't be productive members of society and if they're not productive in society, then they can't be liked. And if they can't be liked, they can't be promoted. If they can't be promoted, they can't raise their income. It's, it's just, you hear, you hear me? However, I do need you to recognize when you push those rules mm -hmm. on your kids, in this case, that's, what, that's the question she asked, you also invite me to push back. So how do you convince me to follow the rules that you think you made up? listen very well the reason why y'all not pushing back against the systematic oppression upon all of you because you don't even know you're following the rules you've been convinced they're your rules <laughs> you do me no good pushing back in our constitution so and so and so that's uh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you should. All you should. Every last one of you are following rules that you don't even know you're following because you think they're not rules. And these not rules are keeping you in poverty. You're saying things like, well, I want to be an honest person, not knowing that you could be honest and wealthy. Mm. You stay away from uncomfortable conversation not understanding it is only in uncomfortable conversations do you get massive wealth. Mm -hmm. So what happens is they started your financial slavery, but you keep it going. And you pass it to your children. Why? Because rule number one, they keep people confused as what it takes to make money. Why on planet Earth do any of you think having a job is what it takes to make money? Because if you were born in 1850, you wouldn't think that way. It is, that is simple. That is simple. You would have a trade and then you would exchange that trade for somebody who has more than you, you would not have a job. I'm not saying that job is bad. I'm saying you're so confused on what it takes to have money. 
But Antonio, I was told to go to school and get a job and go out there and work for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and then I'll be successful. Well, I did that. Guess what? I'm broke. <laughs> Any, meeny, miny, mo. That all fits to y'all. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was told to go to school. This is how. This is what I'm talking about. Following rules that you don't even know you're following. I was told to go to school, get a good job. Every last one of you who went to school and got a good job, you're still on that damn job today, and you don't want to be. Mm. I'm on a different job, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to be. I was exactly. told that same thing, Jerome. Exactly. You're following rules, but they're not rules to you. Let me tell you what they are. This is you telling yourself, got to be responsible. Mm. Yeah. Do you want, oh my God, do you understand how much power I have over you when your thought process? is I don't want to look irresponsible. Mm. The things that I can make you do. Let me, let me tell you what irresponsible looks like. Making a light bulb 2,000 times. Oh, say it again, Sandra. The puppet on a string. Uh, the puppet on a string, no doubt. But that's responsible. Making a light bulb 2,000 times and failing. And every time Phil come in and Phil says, what the hell are you doing? Why do you keep doing this same thing? It's never going to work. Phil's being responsible. The guy making the light bulb, Thomas Edison, right? It's not being responsible. He's being irresponsible with his time. Yeah, I don't want to play with me. You don't want to play with me. He's being irresponsible with his, why would you do something? God is clearly trying to tell you, Tom, (laughs) that this is never going to work. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 michael jordan you got cut god is clearly trying to tell you go somewhere else michael jordan be thankful for your closed doors michael jordan <laughs> god is clearly trying to tell you michael jordan that you're the most talented person in the nba who could never wear it, win a championship michael jordan god is clearly telling you kobe Bryant, nobody likes you anymore you've been accused of rape you, 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 you had to make up with your wife and then your teammates don't like you. God is clearly trying to tell you this basketball thing is not for you. To be wealthy is to be irresponsible. Mm. To be responsible is Job's best friends, Bildad, Eliphaz, and Zophar saying, Job, something wrong with you. Now, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm looking at your harvest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't want to play with me. I'm looking at your harvest, Job. And God is just trying to tell me to tell you. (laughs) To be responsible is to be in poverty. To be realistic is to follow the rules. To not want to look stupid is to stay in your poverty condition. How many of you like grace? You can't stand looking stupid. Don't you sit up here and be holy on me right now. Me. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And every last one of you are being controlled by someone like me willing to look stupid every chance I get. You cannot make money 
and look well at the same time. You cannot. How are you ever going to become a master if you never don't have enough losses to become a master? Go ahead, Tracy. I saw your hand up. That is so true. And the thing about it, I think it's passed down from generation to generation because that's the thing. My mom told me, you know, I was the first person in my family to go to college. So it was like, gotta, you know, be that person, go to college, get an education, follow your, follow the money. Pretty much. I went to school for, to be an accountant. And so I got my degree in management and I went and did management and all those things. But when I got to the point where I could tell it wasn't my passion, it wasn't my purpose. It wasn't what, you know, I guess the vision of my life. And when I decided to leave it, no one understood. It was like, oh, you're not being responsible. to be irresponsible. Yes. And that's the way she looked at it. It being irresponsible. What are you going to do? You're going to leave your job. You have a, you have kids, you have a daughter. How are you going to take care of your daughter? But it's like, and then when I started my business, she was really like, oh my gosh, a business. We don't like, it's kind of like, we don't do that. But then I look back and she just retired from her job 42 years from the same job her entire life pretty much that and I would always tell her I said I don't want to be no not I didn't say it like that I said I feel like you've just existed you haven't lived life because she you know wanted to be responsible take care of the kids put everything to the side and she never did anything outside of work yeah yo this rules of poverty Antonio wrote this is what I see. You hear me? And she's absolutely right. Did she do a good job 42 years, one job? Of course she did. Does she have everything she want? Probably not. And I didn't come here on planet Earth to get half, partial, a third, or tenth of what I want. There's a story in the Bible to where Joshua is told Wherever your feet shall tread, I will give to you. Just walk. Come on, come on. Come on with the come on. But the Hebrew people only got 10% of the promised land. Can I push that further? And they still only have 10% of the promised land today. Because God said, there's one thing you cannot do, Jerome. Do not settle and don't make no treaties. Joshua and Caleb, only 10%. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the exact truth. And what happened is Queen Chi was in power and she was like, "Ooh, them folk got God over there. They gonna take us out of power. I can't lose my crown. So this is what she said. Uh, workers, take these good clothes off me because wherever they going, they conquer. Take these good clothes off me. Get the, get, give me your clothes, peasant. And I roll them around in dirt and they put on them clothes. Don't give me 
get this bread out of my hands. Go give me that bread that's about to go bad. Give me this it. Give me that bread that's about to go. I swear to God, this is in the Bible. I promise you this is in the Bible. I am not joking. This is in Joshua. I am not joking. I'm not. I'm not joking. Go and get that bread that got that mold on it. And then they walked to Joshua like 30 minutes and told, oh, we come from far away. A 30 days journey. The bread was fresh by the time we, when we left. But look at, look, it's molded now. We got dirt all over our clothes. Please, we're just a poor people. We're just a poor people, please. Please don't kill us. Please don't take our land. And Joshua made treaties with them. And as soon as the treaty was signed, Queen Chief put back on her crown, right in front of them, put on the good clothes, say, thank you, gotcha. <laughs> and rolled off. And that was a territory he couldn't get. And it happened over and over. And instead of getting 100%, because that was his destiny, he got 10% because he settled with folk he should not have with. And if I turn it around on you right now, everybody listening to me, you have no choice but to say in your life, you got in life what you settled to have, not what you're destined to have. Mm. I don't like you. <laughs> That's good. That's right. You so right. <laughs> everything you got, you settled. Well, I know I was going to school for this, but this is the first people who replied back. And I need, to, I need a job. <laughs> I need this money. Let me, I promise you, that is literally the book of Joshua summed up. I'm, I'm not even joking. I did that. Jerome, did I add anything to the text? That, oh, no, no. You, you, you spoke the word of God. Come on now. And he told them not to. He told, told them not to. He told them ahead of time, and they didn't listen to him. Oh, they deserve what they got. And I, hey, and I deserve what I got. I, you know? okay. but, Thank you so like, much. But, but like my girl Sandra said, I'm with ATS now. <laughs> there you go we get what we settle for and we know this ex Diana, ex grace they were with me there was there was there was this company was they're trying to get funded they're trying to get 98 million dollars and i said to them man this is a great idea and somehow they brought up money and stuff and i was like look let me let me let me tell you money is not hard this is my, my exact words. Money is not hard. This, this is the easiest part of the conversation. This, this ain't hard. What's hard is that you're going to have a, a disconnect between what you're trying to do and what you, and what you know. What you're trying to do is be wealthy. What you know is to ask for money. You was talking some... Jesus Christ. Nobody, <laughs> let me, let me, I'm, I'm going to help y'all. Nobody, money don't work that way. And, it, oh my God, this is, I understand, I get it. I get it, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you all, every single thing you know about money just doesn't work that way. And it's not, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about your ignorance. I'm not talking about none of that stuff. I'm trying to tell you, I, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show y'all. We're gonna go to, let's go to a billionaire 
let, let's 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 do this real quick. Just in conversation, information that you started to put out, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know, like there there there's been a significant just change in person. But even that, like even that, if you look back to reasonable down, listen, like even the songs that were like more braggadocious and out there and about money were really more so directed at like the system in America, mm -hmm. like. You put us in these situations and you handcuffed us mm -hmm. and you, you put it behind our back and we still made a way. We still, you guys took, took the music, took the drums, we beat on the table. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know, you, you, you stole the, um, you, you made like blackface, we created soul music. You gave us scrap, we made soul food. Mm -hmm. Like every- Okay, don't miss that. Cause y'all don't have that no more. That's not what you have no more. That you don't have that no more. You, you don't. You don't. They, they, they take away your food. You beg for them to send you food stamps. Come on. Come on. <laughs> if you, I'm telling you, you, you don't know nothing about the farmer's almanac. You, 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 don't, you don't understand the moon and its energy. You, you, you don't eat your own, well, now of course this don't have nothing to do with Susan. You don't have your own garden when you go out into the back and pluck it out and cook it on the skillet, that's totally Susan. So this is, that's skipping over Susan, the rest of you, because they made you be confused and made you think money was hard and money had to be smart and you had to dress nice for money. Don't go to don't go there with wrinkled clothes. Then they become billionaires and wear no designer clothes. Come on now. Come on now. One of my greatest <laughs> lessons. One of my greatest lessons. Well, we do. Like, why do you want me to do that? And that was him telling me that the place that I believe is for worship, glory, and honor to come together as one. Mm -hmm. on one accord to be before him That's right. in an orderly fashion. He told me, he said, Sandra, what I want you to do is go in there this morning, just like you are now. We had just got a house and cleaning and scrubbing up stuff and all that stuff. And I'm smelling like cows that came from the other cows that came with, <laughs> and wrong with the dogs and all kind of stuff hair looking like I don't know who did it and why they did it that way, all kind of stuff. And God said, I don't care. I want you to go in there just like you are. And I was like, what? Now, remember, I was brought up as a Jehovah's Witness. Before I, was, before I became a Jehovah's Witness, we were always pressed now, I go in there because this makes no sense to me, but I have to do what God tell me to do. I go in there, boy, the looks, the, and I'm, the feeling that comes with that is that you're out of order. You're supposed to do according to what the standards have been set up for you. But each organization that comes under religion or any other sector that puts any rules in place have come from the upper of where they say, 
as far as theologians are concerned, you have to follow this. There is a mandate on them that they have to follow, even as being a church. It doesn't matter from any institution that you that you think is an institution. It's the institution for a reason. <laughs> Fair enough. Come down from the top. Oh my God! I, I you know what? I love nah, you. that's I love uh, you. hundred percent, hundred percent. Amanda, it don't take all day to make money. The faster y'all get in your head, it don't take all day to make money. It's the faster you'll stop taking all day to make money. But you know what you need to make money? Relationships. But you know what you're taught in the middle class? You don't need relationships. You need God. <laughs> that part. Auto. My Aunt Lucy said, I ought to whoop you <laughs> not listening to me. I know. I know. I know. I keep interrupting. I know. I know. You're fine. I, do. I know I do. But this, 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 this is one of the best churches I've ever attended. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is one of the best church services I've ever been in. You heard me. What, what church you go to? Business school. Listen. <laughs> Business school. Yeah. What? Right. But you know what, Antonio? This is what abuse is oh. about. Because it teaches you to shut up, stop talking, don't be sharing no love. Love calls for association. That is what it calls for. Yeah, love sure one what? another as you love yourself. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. But abuse says, we ain't having all that, shut all that down. And do whatever creates love, it has to be stopped. Wherever the seed of love is, it has to be silenced because it creates relationships. That's Not just That's any relationship, it creates buildable relationships. Not just buildable relationships, it creates the relationships that edify one another to get and to do what does says God for the kingdom build. Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut yeah, up. No, 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 you good. You good. You you good. Uh, go ahead, Yolanda. One of the things that came to mind while that was being said was, and the Bible says, faith without words is dead. So we can believe in what the business, if you ain't putting no work to it, making no connection, you're breaking up on us, Yolanda. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Okay. So, faith without works is dead. And not only that, like that uh, community group, the economic community, like you said, yep. or whatnot, if we don't have the faith in one another as well, it's dead if we're not putting no work into it. If we're not asking, and, you know, like that just thoughts me when I asked Arshia yesterday. Ashia, you're going to be, you know, interviewed. Like, I want to interview you and stuff, and I've got you on my list. And she was like, it's good that you're reaching out and asking people rather than waiting for people to say something. And then not only that, you talk about community and group economics and stuff, what we're getting into or whatnot, just like it taught us in church. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. We all need each other to survive. 
Like for real, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Hmm. But we so stuck in that mindset, like me having to pull myself out. God gonna do it. God gonna do it. God waiting on you to move. Yeah. So you can yeah. show your faith. Yeah. Listen, she absolutely right. If she said probably the best thing on the phone call right now, you're genuinely middle class. So I, I moved on to number two. If y'all didn't know it, <clears throat> they keep positive results and relationships. Um, hidden or they keep the positive results and relationships and money hidden from the masses. Jerome, they're they going to tell Jerome right now, I got you next to our shit. They're going to tell Jerome right now, just trust in the Lord. They didn't wait, Jerome. <laughs> That's part of the battle. Here's the deal. The same people telling you trust in the Lord, Queen Chi, they taking money through donations from people, not the Lord. <laughs> You're not even paying attention how your church actually makes money. God did not show up in your church and give money. The relationships with the pulpit in the congregation gave money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that. But mm -hmm. well, I came and here. And Antonio. And, say, yeah. and, and when I talk to folks about ATS or anything affiliated with ATS, oh, that's that prosperity doctrine. You, you, that, 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 that ain't what's in the Bible. And I said, you know, I said, mm -mm, shut up, Jerome. Yep. They, yep. they not ready. You got work. You stay away from them. Stay yep. away from them. Come on now. And I see him every Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> In the same struggling situation. The whole Bible is prosperity, number one. Number two, God is love. That's prosperity. That's number two. Number three, the only people who say, oof, that's prosperity, are people who genuinely stay away from prosperity. They genuinely reject prosperity every chance they get. And But Antonio, I don't mind receiving what they got to say, but the problem mm -hmm. is when I look on the other side of the equal sign, I'm broke. Exactly. So if what you, so what you saying is true, then why does it equal broke for me? Because I've been, I've been doing that before. And I said, wait a minute. And then I look and, and then I look at ATS and I'm going, but wait a minute. When I look on the other side of Antonio's equal sign, I don't see broke. So wait a minute, it, what's that Antonio talking about? But what he's talking about is different than what I've been programmed. And guess what? That programming is there. It is yes. real. Oh, it's real. It's real. I watched Phil. Give me that video, Phil. Which one? Y'all, give me that video Phil played yesterday. <clears throat> Send me that link. Share the screen. I watched, I watched Phil. I had to take a phone call towards the end. But I watched Phil play a video before the email book. And I said, just he got Antonio talking to y'all. Yeah. What I said, I yeah. leaned over to Grace. The man start off by saying, "Yeah, you're not gonna like me." You know, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That makes sense because in order to shift your paradigm, I have you have you're gonna hate me. Not that I'm making you hate me. That's the natural reaction to shifting your paradigm. Boom. Grown people don't like new information. This is what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. That's on. right. That's right. Yeah. Grown people hate new information. Don't worry about it. Damn yeah, Yolanda, though. She be saying some good stuff. She be and on. then she be getting off. So <laughs> me and Grace were talking about this yesterday. And we were just talking about um, you don't have to have the highest skill set or these degrees in order to get in the door. You just have to humble yourself, um, serve others. <laughs> and we were talking about um, just come in there to help people. If I serve grace, I'm going to get it back. 
you know, like I told somebody, just by you asking, I'm going to give you all of my skill set, all those degrees that I went to school for, I'm giving, I'm handing it over to you because I'm serving you. And it is funny because I was just trying to stay quiet, but yesterday, um, Yolanda called me after I sent her some videos. She was like, how can I get on the screen, uh, a screen yard? But the thing is, I was laughing because she was asking the questions. No matter how crazy she thought she was founded, she was asking those questions. So sometimes we have to get out of our own way and say, well, I don't want to ask this question because maybe I asked her this question already. I might look stupid or I should have already knew this. But you get it out of your way and say, look, I need help in this area. Can you help me in this area? Can you, and I can help you in this area. And we can move for, forward faster. So it was just funny because me and Grace were talking about that yesterday. You don't have to know yeah. it all. Don't be the, don't get stuck in your own situation. We said this. Don't get stuck in your own situation because you're trying to be the smartest person in the room. The smartest person in the room with all the knowledge is stuck Works because they me. don't want to ask. Works and they me. don't want to um, say, okay, I don't want to help that person because what? You don't even know why God is telling you or the, or the God of love is telling you to help that person. That person can be the very person to get you out of, stuck out of yep. your situation. <laughs> yeah, the smartest person in the room mostly always works for the smartest people person in the room. Yeah. <clears throat> it just is what it is. There's so many, so many CEOs that don't even have degrees. The smartest person in the room typically works for the smartest people person in the room. It just is what it is, y'all. It's, it's, it's a sad story, but it's just, it's one of those truths that's hidden from you. Go ahead, Field and Renee. The A students work for the C plus students. That's right. Absolutely. It's a smart self. <laughs> and in this space, right here in this space, mm -hmm. one of the most exciting things to be happening in Saunders life is to be here and watch the great minds, the smart people, all being smart, even though in their own sectors of unknowledge. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co information they know how to present themselves according to not offending 
others, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is I'm amongst people of all different, what do you call it? Um, knowledgeable of all different types of things, right? Mm -hmm. However, nobody is putting nobody down. You, you don't have that. You don't have that in the, you look in the real world, everybody trying to be the boss. Everybody moving, everybody out the way so that they can tell somebody what to say, what to do, where to go, yeah. how to yeah. get it, and all that stuff. And they are not knowledgeable of it. Does that make yeah, sense? Fair enough. No, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, if but I got everything here, I want, I don't care what you got. Right. Here in this family, it's like, I, you know what? I'm a, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> done. Yeah, it makes sense. If I got what I want, today is Queen T birthday. I hope she get everything she wants. Because I already got everything I want. Right. I don't care what she get. She can get a whole billion dollars. We're fine. She receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. I just yeah, wanted to yeah, come out of me. Oh man, whatever <laughs> Monica got going on, I'm so glad Monica got it going on. Monica don't care. Monica gonna drink her coffee. Yes. Do her thing, you know what I'm talking about. That thing, yeah. <laughs> and go home and count her money. This is this is this is important, y'all. You have to know that. Wait till I get to number three. Go ahead, Renee. Number three, watch. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I'm on my second espresso right now. Drink her coffee, do her Austin thing, you know, with the left hand. That's it. You know, <laughs> go ahead, Renee. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say because, and I wanted to kind of shout, I wanted to shout out Queen Chi because about what, a week ago, I said, I said, I was like, I need to do a, I need to, I need to create a funnel. And I was like, I need to create one because you had blessed us with those grants. And I said, I, I, was, I was like, I need to figure out what kind of, how I can how I can help somebody else, but but also help myself at the same time. And I was like, I was like, okay. And so I it was, and so I said, hit up, hit up, hit, hit up Queen Queen Chi. I was like, I'm gonna hit up, I'm gonna hit her up. And a part of me, I thought, well, you know, she might be busy, blah, blah, blah. But I said, I'm gonna hit her up. And I hit her up and I said, I need some help. I'm trying to figure out how I can, how I can do this, how I'm trying to you know, create some more, you know, help somebody else to create some more revenue. And I was like, I want to, I was like, I got these grants. <laughs> I, was like, I got these grants and I need to figure out what, what to do, kind of what to do with it. And she gave me some excellent, excellent advice. And I said, okay. And I got on my tablet and I started working and then seemed like everything kind of messed up. And I was like, Ugh! you know, but she gave me a lot of, and I'm heading back, getting back to it. But and then next Everybody, time, what you do? So you look, know. I got I got $99. I might have to break it up in two payments. If you could just build this funnel for me, child. So, I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? I'm so learning because everybody has got gifts and everything. And sometimes what Renee th may think about may not, you know, it may not necessarily be what's gonna help, but then I you have to be uh cool enough just to ask and and you guys are 
a very humble community, a very giving community. So a lot of times we we have everything that we need right here between everybody, but we can't just be so, um, what's the scripture, you know, be so heavenly minded that we ain't no earthly good. So it's, we might as well, we here, we come in here every day and, you know, that pride will get in the way where we won't have the relationship that we need to have here because we too busy on our horse i'll be the first to tell you renee does not know everything and you know what but what little i do know and what little antonio knows and what everybody does know we can come together and do something together because no man is an island so mm. um i always feel like i appreciate mm. queen chief for saying that and for her being humble enough to to say Okay, well, Renee, you should you could try it like this. You a writer, you could you could write you could write a grant for them and blah. blah. And I said, oh, and I said, okay, that means I need to one learn how to write a grant, and that would help me for the future for my writing. So to help me to to go into more areas than just ghostwriting this and that, but to go into other stuff that people may need writing for. So that's only gonna help somebody else was also going to stretch me so that's i mean hey we might as well you know and but we can't be so high and mighty to where we don't ask so i appreciate queen chief for being like her and her not saying renee i ain't got no time right now i'm too busy over here taking over the world because i know she's an inner you know i'm saying an an international sensation so i mean she could easily say uh and i would have been like oh but it 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 takes something. It didn't take anything from her, but it only added to her. Yep, so I just appreciate her for being awesome. I know she's younger than me. She's um, a forty-nine year old. Well, she's still school. younger than me, so you know what I'm saying she look she looked younger than me. <laughs> but I appreciate mm-hmm. her. I appreciate just her being mm-hmm. awesomeness. So yeah, that's all I, I wanted to she, say. I think she's fifty-two. I think she's fifty-two. That's but she don't thing. crack, you know, she never will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She never will. That's why yeah. she got a crown. And Queen Chi, I need to know where you got that crown though, because I need I need uh, me one. Not that yeah, one, but that I need crown. one. Uh, that, that crown suits you. That crown suits you so good. And it does something to me every time I see that crown. I'm like, oh yes. ooh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I want one. Oh, that's so powerful. It's a powerful statement though. I'm ready to bow and be like, all right, Queen. Mm -hmm." Uh Uh Come on, Talisha. Okay, so I kind of want to, um, based off what Renee said, I'm currently reading this book called More Myself by Alicia Keys. And when when I was reading, she made a good point about basically how we we tend to always apologize, be apologetic for what we're doing or for asking people for things, or, or we feel stupid for asking, or we feel as if we don't deserve it, or we're worried about somebody else's time. And Alicia Keys said in the book, basically that you have a gift and there's someone or everyone is out there to help you. And so that really got me like, Okay, Talisha, stop thinking that people don't want to help because there are so many people that want to help. And then on top of that, I do want to mention you all showed me the other day that there's so many people that are out there that do love me 
and and I'm in the right place. So I do, I did want to say thank you guys for, for that as well. No, 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 <laughs> thank thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, yes. That's number two. That's number two spot on. Everything Renee said, Jerome said, that the positive relationships and uh, that of people and money are hidden from y'all. So you, Renee didn't even want to call Queen Chi because you've been taught mm. to call people to ask for something is an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that's yeah. called networking. Yep. Masterminding. Or, or Antonio T. Smith Jr. Or that if you are bold enough to do that, they are going to respond to you in a negative way, in a way that it will make you feel cut down as if you are less to be spoken to. You have and not the right to approach me. If I didn't call you, then stay uncalled. And where did y'all learn? Ooh. I mean, hey, she got the, she, mm-hmm. Stay on top. My mama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. That's facts. Okay. I don't know where I got that from, but that that right there is straight facts. Because it's like, those are the main two things that keep me from asking questions. Mm -hmm. Like, it took mm -hmm. everything in me to ask Arshia yesterday about StreamYard and, like, mm -hmm. how to get the little name thing up there. It took everything in me, and I was like, just ask. Just text it. Hear that, y'all. That's y'all overriding these rules of poverty, and it ain't they're not easy. Think about this. How what did y'all learn this from? It's number four. Read number four, Grace. I'm gonna skip three real quick. Read number four. This is where y'all learned this from. Number four says, wait a minute, get back to it. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Dang, I had it in the notes. Yeah, here we go. They use compromising collaborators to maintain the status quo. What's a collaborator? The British people, as far as America go, the Americans helping out the British. Black slaves telling on other black slaves trying to get free. This is a collaborator. Is somebody upholding the status quo. Y'all learned all this stuff from somebody else who couldn't make it, who started collaborating mm. so nobody else make it. Mm. Antonio, can I add something? <laughs> Come on. Okay, so I'm gonna tell a brief story. Basically, um, we also use that same method when it comes to our business of not asking. And I'm going to be the first one to give y'all this how, example. However you do your money personally is how your business behaves personally. I'm, I'm going to give y'all an example of where I knew that I was doing this at. I had signed for this program a couple, maybe a year ago on helping me. No, actually, it was actually after uh, Queen Chi did her thing and it expired me to do what I was supposed to do. So I <coughs> uh, signed up for this platform to be able to create my courses because um, now I have to start from scratch. I lost all my stuff. So the thing is, I was on Facebook. It was telling you to go to Facebook, different places where your, where your audience could be. And so I went on there and I looked at it and I was like, no, this is going to be too hard or no, they're not going to respond to me a certain way. I know nobody's going to be interested in what I'm, I'm trying to sell, like all of these things. And then I had to tell myself, Tulisha, shut up just do it, just do it. Like you have a great personality. You, you know how to speak to people, just go out there and do it. So I put that fear aside because that's, that's what that was. I put it aside and I reached out to the people. 
reached out to at least three or four people. They they were not in the state of Texas. They one was in California, one was in uh, Atlanta, and then another one was somewhere else. Like I don't remember the place. <clears throat> so after I did it, I was just waiting for a response. I hit them up on their, their in in that called DM or Facebook. I'm not sure if that's the same thing, but um, they didn't respond. So then I was like, tell them I said, Tush, you shouldn't have did that. You see, nobody's mm -hmm. what you want. Da -da -da. That weekend, instead of thinking people are busy, they got stuff to do, they will get back in touch with you. That wasn't my mindset. I eventually got an email, I mean, a, uh, a message back from one of the people. And the lady, the first thing she said, she was just like, why are you hitting up a complete stranger? I don't even know. Collaborator. And I was liking her pictures, you know, because she likes to travel. So I was complimenting her on her, you know, the place she'd been. And I was like, oh, I'm living vicariously through you and da da da. <clears throat> and then I told her my, um, I was like, I see that you deal with kids and you have a group, you know, and da da da. We were talking like that. And she was just like, oh, yeah. She's like, I'm just, I just uh, moved. So basically, she's not in that area. The whole point is what I'm trying to make is if I wouldn't have made that connection, even though her answer was, like, you know, I'm a stranger. Why would you hit up me? I was able to build that relationship with her. And she has now asked me, what is it that I need? Good. All right. Good. Good job. Yeah. Initial response up, but that's what yeah. conversations create clients, though, right? Conversations create clients. Good job. L let's point out a bunch of things that y'all are going through. Because I told you, most of this call be solutions. We've been talking solutions the whole time. It's got y'all doing it to yourselves. Y'all, one of the first things I say is, Roman, is they started financial slavery. You keep it going. And almost everything y'all are saying is you keeping it going. <laughs> you keeping it going. They started it, but since they wrote the rules, you'll push back if you knew you followed them. So what you've done is you made these rules your moral standards. That's why you do them, because they're in your morals. You only do what's in your morals. They're in your morals now. Be nice to people. Don't interrupt her time, which you translate into don't get the help you need. Respect other people's privacy. Don't go into Queen Chi's inbox. I'm glad I went in there, though. You are here keeping yourself in poverty. What did I... Who remembers the two things that you only need? Two things to make money. Who remembers what I said? Don't even don't don't look at your notes. No notes. That's okay. You look at your notes. Building relationships. with relationships. Building. You need systems. You need uh, serve people. And oh gosh, I missed it. That's millionaire. That's millionaire. And have a product. So you did. You did. You did good. You did good. Yeah. He went. He went to my millionaire stuff. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. To make any kind of money, you need to be likable. You need to be excellent. After you become like, you got to become excellent. Why? Because the market only rewards excellence. Does that mean you need to be the best? No, you need to be excellent. You need to be whatever you're doing, you need to be excellent at. You need to give your excellence and become excellent. So when the people who look at you they're going to look at you and say, well, oh, you're excellent clearly at what you do. Let me give you my money. Because nobody gives their money. Nobody pays for things that are not excellent. Right. When, it, when, when it's something that's not excellent, we don't pay for that. We have another word for that. It's donate. 
we donate to that. And you know how hard it is to get people to donate stuff? Become a past NC. Uh, <laughs> number three. I'm going back to number three. Number three, they keep they do not allow women and children to be exempt from the power of old white men. This is what I said. Now think about this. Why, Antonio, why would you say that, Antonio? That's wrong. The f- emphasis is not on the old white men. That was just a group of people. The emphasis is on the women and children. I want all of you to think about your mother, your father, your grandpa, your grandpa, your grandpa, your grandmother, whoever raised you. Mm-hmm. Please tell me on average, now forget average, on most, more than average, who did all the discipline in the house? I'll wait. My mama, but mama. it was just her anyway. <laughs> mama. So what you're telling me is the woman passes down the knowledge to the children. Everybody here said that. Therefore, I'm going to keep hitting from the women how to make the real money because they're going to pass it down to the children and replace me. Why do you think white women ain't get the chance to vote until after? Y'all not paying attention, man. Y'all not paying attention. You're not paying attention. Women are oppressed all over the world, even in wealthy countries. Everywhere there is a woman president or leader, depending on what they call during the COVID outbreak, that country was just fine. You look it up yourself. Yep. <laughs> look it up yourself. That, <laughs> oh, yeah. that country was just fine. Look it up yourself. This is this is this is this is vital. Because what happens is they say we got these little slick ways to do it. I go in and I now, now Phil and Susan come back this here. Which makes people nervous too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? That's make me nervous. I don't I don't have that in me, but it makes other people nervous. This is they come in. See, what's supposed to happen is when I get into the human consultants, mm-hmm. Susan, she's invisible. I talk to the man. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But Phil and Susan got that under control. They uh, it's gonna be a group meeting, it's gonna be a three-way, <laughs> yeah. right? They got that under control. You, you know what I'm saying? Because well, I have no idea why they do it, but it works. Yeah. My job is to make sure that you don't get the knowledge to the women because the women give it to the children and then boom. So what do I need to have women think? In order to get it, you got to work twice as hard. Come on, finish it, somebody. Come on, women, don't fool me now. Especially since you don't belong in that position in the first place. Okay, okay, listen, no, 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 listen. I want all you women, especially Adelia, to tell me all the trash that you have been taught concerning money. We just had two of them. If you want to make money, you got to work twice as hard as a man. You don't belong in that position. Come on, women, help us out. I need y'all to get how this is. Because y'all didn't make this up yourselves. Come on, Queen Chi, give me one. Come on. Come on, y'all. Come on. I I need at least three more. I need to. Go ahead, Amazing D. Oh, I I was told you're not gonna be pretty all the time, so make sure you go to school. Wow. 
and get your education. My God. So you can get a good job and take care of yourself. Okay. All right, then there's one Queen Chi. Come on, that's three of them. Not only was it work twice as hard as a man, but because you black works twice as hard as anybody. That's in right. order that's to, right. okay. to get okay. even paid attention to, not even to get the position, but to even be paid attention to. Mm -hmm. Adonia? Mine is so ridiculous. I can roll by 500 of them. <laughs> but, but realize this. I just want to paint the story. I come from a very domineering and dominant family of men. Lots of men. They're very yeah. strong and tall and athletic and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we ain't got to make no money. Just be cute. Just be cute. You know, don't make money. What you making money for? Just be cute. So you can be <laughs> see, got, got, right. see, got attitude. I got attitude already. See, the, but here's the, 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 my anger. My anger to that. They believe that if you just be cute, you can be took care of. I don't yeah. want to mm. be took care of or handled. I'm not an animal. I'm a human. Know, See, you know, hit my emotions. Sorry. <laughs> on, come on. <laughs> that that was mine. And, and that was a good one. The opposite. That was a good one, baby. I'm a dog <laughs> right now. Shit, that was good. <laughs> hey, look, which I is an oxymoron. You, I'm learning more about that word, Antonio T. Smith Jr. Because yes. 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 Which is an oxymoron because they say, sure, stay cute and all that stuff, stay pretty. You ain't got to work. And that's one of the traps that I fell into on a regular basis because I, I really didn't. <laughs> nah, I, get I didn't have I to get do it. anything. I had calls coming from everywhere, money. But when they got suspicious because now you're too cute, you're a distraction. Mm. But that is a and real thing. Now I gotta kill that. That's a real thing wow. that you women face. They say, Susan, relax, be cute. So Susan, be cute. Then when it's time for Susan to take Antonio job, wait a minute, Susan. You're too cute. Like right, right. <laughs> right, right. Like, no matter what Susan do, as soon as she take my job, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. It's too much. Be aggressive, Susan. Then when she take my job, you're acting too much like a man. No matter what women do, it's 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 fine because this goes back to what Adonia said. As long as I can keep you, and, and I don't mean keep like and keep, I mean kept. Yes. As long as I can handle you like a cattle, you're fine. But as soon as you start acting like a ram, <laughs> I don't want you. Then we say, then we, we tell you to be sensitive. You start being sensitive. Then we tell you to be assertive. You start being assertive. Women, y'all can't do nothing right. You can't. That, that's so true. And it's it's crazy because it was funny um, when she said, I was told that you just need somebody to take care of you. That's all. You just need somebody to take care of you and all your kids and do everything for you. Just sit there and just be in the house. And that's not something, I'm not meant for that. My mouth is not <laughs> meant for that. My mind is not meant for that. Because that, you know. And then the only, the other thing behind that is that you get women who do that too to you when you're in a certain position and women it's like wait a minute queen evil. we both queens why are we yep. why why are you mm -hmm. because i'm in this position you think i should be down there with you right. no you come up here with me and that's yep. one of the things that you know with women not only we're we fighting where we're supposed to be you know 
against men and other people, but sometimes it's against our own sisters too, because they throw stones at us because we 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 up there and they don't want to be up there. They want to stay in that poverty. You supposed to be here and a man take care of you. No, we supposed to be up here together, but don't throw no stones at me because I decided to break free and stuff. So yeah. it's like it's a battle all the way around. Women are evil to other women once you're in charge, and it's not women's fault. There's a book, good book on this called, um, I forget what the title is, but it's called, the subtitle is Knowing When to Cooperate, Knowing When to Compete. Because mm. men created the situation to where Adonia has to be evil to the other Adonia trying to get her job. Why? Because we all know, you ain't got to like it, we all know Adonia is in a high position. Yeah. She better not ever, ever lose it because mm. she ain't gonna never get it back because it. Mm. it was only it was three thousand women trying to get her position she the one who got it yep. it's flipped for men three thousand men we got thirty thousand positions open it's the truth we sit we sit up here men be two percent qualified and apply and get it mm-hmm. uh-huh women got to have every box checked so it's not that women are catty or because that's what that's what we're going to say no it's we create the condition because again that 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 prototype controls the job and i don't want too many women right there so all you women compete may the best one win Hmm. and then y'all wonder why you can't be professional with other women at your job that same book says this here it's the same books interviewed college professors with PhDs, mm-hmm. male and women. And the men were so secure in their job because it was you know, hard for them to get fired. They would walk into class and say, oh, everybody just call me John. But the women couldn't do that. You're going to call me doctor. You're going to call me <laughs> Dr. Right. Grace Sandals. We will have respect in here. And it seems as if that woman is insecure and the man is secure. No, that's not the case. That woman can't never relax, not in the teacher's lounge, not in the class, just not period. Because we keep, number three, we keep the truth about money hidden from women. Because women gonna pass it to the children. And once you got a bunch of smart women and a bunch of smart children, the status quo is upheaved. And now all of a sudden, I got to write new laws to keep my position protected. Number five, the masses will always be under control. I don't even have to explain this. This ain't going to take long at all. As soon as I want a law passed, I'm going to confuse y'all with something. School shooting, black and white shooting, gas prices. As soon as y'all complain, I'm going to sneak in something to change that. You don't even know. Y'all don't know. I would be shocked if you knew half of the bills that were passed already. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if you know when Congress takes a vacation. I'd be shocked. I I would be shocked if you know. Why? Because one of the rules of poverty is to keep you entertained, not educated. That's how they control you. You know more about Cardi B than you know who is the speaker pro temp. 
if I asked you right now, who is the majority whip right now? Or if I ask you, who is Alicia Keys married to? <laughs> Think about this. Yeah. The masses are always under control because the things affecting your life, we make sure we bore you with education around it. Think about this. You ever watched it? Y'all ever watched a C-SPAN video? Yep. Let me let me let me let me pull one up. Let me let me let me. This is this is so good. This this is so good. Affect your life or affect your life? I forgot how I use it. If it was too info, probably more than likely I use it as causing effect with a with a. They use education to bore you with the things that affect your life. That's eight. That's eight. That's eight. The C-SPAN live stream let's just I, uh, what, what a preacher say thank you holy ghost thank you holy <laughs> ghost for helping me out january 6th congressional hearings six days ago let's look let's, 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 look at this did you ever live let's, or let's, serve let's, yeah you hear this commercial right and later look at this. develop cancer parkinson span look at that this don't, look at this look at this y'all see this mm-hmm Y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Watch this here. C-SPAN. Now we're going to go to YouTube again. Watch. Watch this here. What's my man name? Fox News. Fox News host. What's my man name? That. Nope, not him. What's my man name? Sean Hannity. That. That got dog it. You got it. Thank you so much. Watch this here. Watch this here, y'all. Look. Now, hold on. Now, this is confusing. This is very confusing. Wait a minute. Hi, welcome to Hannity. Tonight, straight ahead hmm. tonight, as special investigation. Okay. Somebody see what I'm pointing out. Investigation into Nancy Pelosi's husband. Hold on, somebody see what I'm pointing out. Wait, wait a damn minute. But this time, this the possibility of... Right here. No, I, I don't think... So. Look here. Look here. Look here. Look here. Look here. Which one of these make you feel depressed by lighting alone? The January 6th one. You've never seen a C-SPAN video without that filter on it that makes you feel doom and gloomy. And all the, we can, we can literally do 4K reality TV shows with nine different angles. But when it's time to shoot about the laws created or hearings, it's so boring, you can't even pay attention. The only people watching anything C-SPAN is the same people who watch golf. <laughs> you know what, Antonio? It's funny because in the hospital, they don't give you a lot of channels, right? But they do, but there's a man that lives that is always getting his treatment across the thing. He listens to the vote. Like, so one day I turned it on and it's just the actual, I guess they're in Congress and they're actually voting. And all you see is a bunch of yes, no's and ticks and t- I'm sitting there thinking, how is he doing this? But you are telling the truth. You, <laughs> you are right now in my <laughs> hospital room because I was sitting there looking like, okay, I see it. And then it's like, you see the fun in it, I guess, because you're trying to get the vote voted for. You're like, yes, no, 
oh, we're, we're losing. We need another vote. We need another yeah. vote. I was like, oh my God. Sean Hannity is divisive TV. No disrespect to him. I'm not, but that's what he's getting paid for. I'm looking for my own news anchor like it. That's what he's yeah. getting paid for. I'm not telling you this is wrong. I'm telling you when it's time to divide you, it is a million dollar production. When it's time to educate you, it is not. Antonio, so what's yes, his sir. ulterior motive for hammering the Republicans right now? He up to something. I, I ain't figured out what it is yet because I'll be checking out all of them. No doubt. You and me both. Right now, there is a what you call a civil war in the Republican Party right now. It's, it's, it's been brewing since 2008. With the, well, the Tea Party didn't come out until 2008. What you're looking at is, hold on real quick. Let me, let me give you one sentence explanations because this is the last thing I'm going to have to cover because this is too good. The mass law we control every law. That they, every time y'all get, it doesn't matter. Affirmative action, just get any law. They 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 minimize its effect, and then they create policies to keep you moving on, non-competitive. So that, that that's it because this is this is too good. This summarizes all seven laws. What you're looking at is all of you read Thirty Three Strategies of War. It'll really help you out. This is what you're looking at. Sean Hannity is under, and not just him, but they're all being sued right now for the voter fraud. They're all being sued. They're going to lose. They're absolutely going to lose. And that's going to be a billion dollar settlement. There's no doubt about it. They're going to lose. Fox News is going to lose. Their hosts are going to lose. And anybody else who had something to do with it is going to lose. There's, there's too much evidence, but you, you can't hide behind free speech and then cost a company billions of dollars. You can't do that. You, you can't do that. So it's going to be a defamation lawsuit, which is easier to win than a criminal one. So what you have going on right now is a war in the Republican Party because the Republican Party is... Republican no longer means Republican. You're looking at a shift right now. And in, well, yeah, you, you, well, let's keep in mind that Lincoln was Republican. I'm not sure right. if y'all know that. Yeah. However, the Republican Party in those days were actually the Liberal Party. Yeah, okay. So every time, you know, someone says, well, Republicans freed the slaves. No, that was liberals that freed the slaves. Yeah. It was just, the Liberal Party was the Republican Party at the time. Yeah, I just gotta like read books or something or or listen to me. One or the, one or the other. All right, one or the other. One or the other. You have a civil war happening that's been since 2008. So what is that? Eight, 22, 14 years, 14 years in the making. Now what you're looking for, now what you're looking at is who is going to control the seats moving forward. This is the problem. But they're also telling you is how bad of a job Biden is doing, which is, it's just not true. I'm not telling you he's doing a good job because I don't, I mean, you know me, I don't care about any president. But I am going to tell you, it's just not true. You will see the results of Biden three years into the next presidency because that's how it works. What you're looking oh. at, that's just how it works. It's just how it works. 
what you're looking at is every president got to deal with three years of the last president. Right. You're looking at the last three years of, of, of Trump. So the reason why I would attack Republicans right now is for lawsuit stability. I'm doing damage control. Mm -hmm. And this is extremely important for multiple reasons. Reason number one, there's a huge lawsuit from the, the poll voting company. Reason number two, there's an extreme civil war happening inside the Republican Party. Reason number three, the Democrats look like the best party, but they have their own civil war. And the problem is, in this civil war, the Democrats are, have become extremely partisan with the Republicans, not publicly. But you got to remember, these same people, after they argue, go and do shrimp and fish together. <laughs> it's not like they're not friends. It's, it's not, you know, come on now. Yeah. You're right, you, you understand. What you're having in this, this what's, what's the problem right now is, the, is what you call progressive. That's the problem. And me and this, me and me and Joel is his name. We were talking about this on his podcast about politics. This is what it looks like right now, y'all. You have, this is way too much information. And just remember whatever the date, the July 19th. Remember I said it. I'm gonna do a Gary V split screen. See, told you, right? Remember I said it. <laughs> Democrats like guns. But you think Republicans like guns. But Democrats like guns. Republicans are getting a lot of blame for things Democrats are throwing rocks and hiding their hands. Now what you have going on is it's election time now. It's always election time. As soon as the president wins, it's election time all over again because that was midterm time. But now it's time to vote for a president. So now what we have to do is we're losing our Republican fan base. <clears throat> our Republican base, we don't have enough because there's a civil war going on. The people who are, if you look at Phil, you think he's a Republican by his age, his gender, just that, right? <clears throat> age, gender, race, you say he's a Republican. Mm -hmm. And if you think of the Republican Party, you're going to think age, gender, race, Republican and their spouses. The problem is it's less of feel than it is of millennials and Gen Xers. Now that four years makes a hell of a difference. It really does. What happens now is the larger voting base is not baby boomers. It's impossible. It's scientifically, mathematically impossible. So what I have to do now is I have to make sure that Gen X, you, Grace, yes. um, then Gen Y, me, millennials, and then Gen Z, the weird people behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure <laughs> I, have to, I have to make sure that y'all don't vote mm. unless you vote Republican. Mm. 
So what I have to do now is I have to attack our sales because the whole world just saw us. Let's just go to 2008. The whole world just saw us disagree with everything a black man said. It's not by black and white, but I'm trying to tell you what the young people are looking at. Then they watched you not want a woman and they wanted a woman. Mm. I'm just then they watched you put in Trump, which was a disaster by all, 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 all intents and purposes. It was a disaster for the world, disaster for, for at least how young people are seeing it. Yeah. How the non-baby boomers are seeing it. Now what you got to do since it's election time and you don't want to lose your power, is now what you got to do is you got to look like it wasn't you. It was these Republicans. Yeah. Yes, but Antonio, mm-hmm. your your base of your the head of the base of your power put three court put two uh, three of the uh, justices on there, and then they made a, a boneheaded move to get rid of uh, the uh, Roe versus Wade, and then now now so now they got all the young people stirred up because they ain't going for that. So now they no. don't really screw themselves up. So now they got to point you to gas prices and stuff and say it's exactly. hot for <laughs> Exactly. And all the rules of poverty are going to be, that's why I say, let me just talk about this because this is wrapped all of them in there. And this is, this is why I am nonpartisan. This is, that, that was the official word for me. I'm nonpartisan, this for sure. I'm nonpartisan. This is why this is a big deal. And what you're going to see is the greatest display of propaganda in psychological operations that the world has ever seen. Four years later, Phil would do the greatest display again. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll say, hold my beer, let me show you the next one. This is gonna <laughs> continue. We're gonna continue to get more devious and devious and devious because we keep, we keep making a hole for ourselves that we have to magician ourselves out of, right? We really do, <laughs> we really do. And he's right to where I said this on this call, or maybe it was a podcast. Donald Trump is one of the most successful presidents of all time. Now, he will go down with historians as one of the worst ever. Mm-hmm. But everything Donald Trump set out to do but build a wall pretty much got done. And then he, he, he put in three Supreme Court justices. That's we can't even say historic. That's not even historic. I bet you it won't ever happen again. I bet you we'll create some amendment to where they won't happen again. Like, like, you know, like, like FDR did three, ter- three terms. Ah, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that no more, right? We, we're going to do something because Donald Trump is going to go down as one of the most successful presidents or impactful to probably be that word. Yeah impactful presidents of all time because impact don't necessarily if i punch you in your face i wouldn't call that successful it's definitely impactful but not necessarily (laughs) successful gangster yeah i broke your jawline with impact not success right you know you get what i'm saying it's a wonderful time but i'm telling y'all that i need you to pay attention to democrats because they are sorry no, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, Democrats are absolutely spineless and devious 
And what's happening is they're going to, this is what I would do. I would say, oh, we didn't like Roe versus Wade. Vote for us. Come to our state. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So with all of the knowledge flowing through, all of the knowledgeable people here, is it right to assume and or understand through my hearing that not only were the Democrats putting their hand in stuff, they were secretly advising. However, were they not the opposite first and then they became the Democrats? Republican, today's Democrats are 1863 Republicans. That's, okay. yeah. As long as anything is alive, it's gonna to continue to evolve. Yeah, okay. So right now, the conservative party today really never really existed. I mean, I guess you can feel, you can help me out. If, if, if I would say what's conservative today, it's Puritans. You gotta go all the way back to the 13 colonies to compare conservatives today. <laughs> Puritans is what I would say. I, I can't think of a closer model than Puritans for today's yeah, conservative people. party. Yes, yeah, Puritans, witch hunt people, for sure. Like you got to go way back to, oh, religious freedom, but not yours. I'm going to kill you, right? You got to go way back to pilgrims and stuff like that to get to today's conservative party. As long as anything is evolving, alive, it's going to always evolve. Go ahead, Phil. What's the deal about Ted Cruz going after gay marriage? That just... I, now that one I am confused. I don't know where the win where the win is on that. that, that. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm confused on that one. I, I, we're going to keep watching. He's setting himself. <laughs> he's setting himself up for for a presidential campaign because there's a lot of quiet people in the closet. You know they're going to say they ain't, they ain't saying nothing, but they're just like they were saying, just like they didn't say nothing about abortion. It's all the same propaganda. He's working this and it went his way this time. Tech, I've had feel I've had to feel like anything. I've I've had to come. It's I've I've had to admit to myself, Ted Cruz is smarter than what I give him credit. And and trust me, I didn't like doing it. I, I yeah. promise you, I did not like doing it. I did not. There's nothing about me like doing it. I am very confused on Ted. Ted when Ted Cruz ran Ted, Texas when Ted Cruz ran. All of Texas was behind him. Hell, I was behind Ted Cruz. I was like, oh, yeah, great. He was not, that is not the Ted Cruz that ran. As soon as Ted Cruz got in, he flipped. It was amazing. It was amazing. It, it was amazing. And that's Democrats, though. That's what Democrats are doing. Come on over here, Adonia. You can get an abortion. And Adonia, he is Republican. He, he, he is Republican. He's very, he's not, no, he's not Republican. He, he's a different Republican. He's, Okay, there's like four Republican parties going on right now. You have your traditional Republicans. These are the people who voted for Trump, but they don't support Trump. They're traditional. So you can't make every Republican a butthole. That's not fair. You have, and, and a lot of, a lot of people who are liberal white men are still Republican. 
Like this, they're not. They're very much so Republican. Not and Antonio. Yes, sir. You know that they 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 tolerated him because he served their objective. That's why they did it. Because you well, know, at one time Trump was a Democrat. You do know that, right? It's a wonderful game. He even gave money to Hillary Clinton one time. It's a wonderful game we play. It's a wonderful game we play. This is why Bill Clinton will go down as one of the greatest presidents alive ever in history because he knew how to play both sides I mean, what we call great is gracefully manipulative is what we call greats <laughs> we have a word for it we call it par- partisan we have a word for that we call it partisan because you have to play both sides so to speak to get something done you have to be a fox and a lion there's a whole book about that called machiavelli right? there's a whole book about that you have to know when to be a fox when to be a lion go ahead phil he balanced the budget and created a surplus. And, and created a surplus. <laughs> he should <have> <laughs> a super surplus. Balanced the budget, created a surplus, and all, Bill Clinton is one of the greatest presidents to in history. And like if 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 there's a top five, he should be somewhere three or two. And, and that's only because. I mean, I would probably put him one, but that's only because there he lived in a part of history to where, you know, some things that people did was great for American history, like yeah. you know George Washington being first and all that stuff like that, right? So that that'll be a debatable argument. The four Republican parties, man, you got your traditional Republican Party. Then what you have now is this, this. Then you have a pro-life Republican Party. That's not the same as the Tea Party. And then somehow, I don't know how this is possible, Phil, Tea Party is, is right. Then you have your libertarians, which have always been here. They're righter than right. That's what libertarian means. So I guess it's five parties. And then you got somehow, we went further than libertarian. And I don't understand how that's possible. But then when I think about how we went further than liberal too, on the other side, I can see how definitely it's possible. Some so a libertarian is someone who's like, forget the government, small government, forget everything, just stay out my business. <laughs> right, you know, this is super right. We're super right than super right. I don't even know. I'm we're living in the most glorious time. I hope I reincarnate as a scholar. 200 years from now, just so I can dissect what's going on right now, because we are living in some of the greatest times to ever be alive. Everyone, 100 years from now, when the sun is crystallizing half the earth, we're going to say, but they knew this was going to happen and they they denied it, right? They're going to say crazy stuff like that about us. And yeah, because when you're living it, it's hard to dissect it. It's very hard. Why didn't, they, why didn't they just believe in Jesus? Well, because they were living in it. <laughs> and it's not that easy when you're actually living in it. Because <laughs> believing in Jesus means men get punched in the face and stabbed with a spear. And that's not that easy. <laughs> go, go ahead, Phil. <laughs> uh, say, say it again. Your, your mic kind of cut you off. You can't see the forest from the trees. Can't see the forest from the trees. Absolutely. Democrats. And Antonio, the next, yes, sir. The next smoke and mirrors is this affirmative action. 
Because yeah. that's what's up on the that's up on the docket for the court when it comes out of recess. And guess yeah. what? The greatest benefit benefactor of affirmative action is white women. I was just to say it's not black. It's <laughs> so white that's women. they get ready to do <laughs> yeah. now. Stir the muddy the water some more. Yep. Yeah, they they're gonna they're gonna end up going after Plessy versus versus Ferguson, and I'm gonna be very interested to see that. I'm gonna be very that's that's what made that's what got rid of white water fountains and black water fountains. All right, that's wow. what Plessy versus Ferguson, separate but equal, okay. is what that is. Let, 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 let's wrap this up. The the this Congress, there's a great please. It's boring. You will fall asleep. <laughs> it's absolutely boring. The lighting is terrible. Uh, everything, but it's by PBS. It's called Century of Self. Oh. One, two, three, and four. And if you get to four, if you get to four, you're going to see how they reinvent the matrix. What we're in, what we're talking about through politics, and you're going to see it. They, the wonderful thing. I love documentaries and books so much because. It is if 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 all of y'all were black, this is what I would say. I would say, oh, it's white folk telling on white folk. Yeah, I'm trying to learn. This is what I this, this is what I would say, right? This is what I would say. Century itself literally tells everything that's happening. It is not a joke. It's not a facade. It's not facetious. It's not with malicious intent. It is genuinely here's what's here's what happened. Here's what's happening. Here's who did it. We got it on camera. Yeah. And politics established a new matrix, which really right now needs no change. And the struggle, I got a really good, I got, a, I got, you know, I have a lot of white allies because I believe in the white ally. As a matter of fact, you can't change, like black people are never going to get anything changed because we don't write laws. The only way that we can get anything changed is we got to have a white ally to write laws. So the next time somebody like Phil and Susan try to look out for y'all, stop trying to make them not black enough. We yeah. ain't going to get no change unless you let them make it. I am sorry. You got to stop being so damn crucial to your white allies relax <laughs> it's just it's what it is we don't write laws we don't make changes right let white people be comfortable helping you it just is what it is sorry you didn't gotta like it but it just it just is what it is on top of that what you have is there's no reason there's absolutely no reason whatsoever to re-update this system because it is working to perfection i would have very right very close white friend of mine who is pretty affluent and we talk all the time about the most uncomfortable conversations possible because you're not going to make any changes unless you have an uncomfortable conversation mm -hmm. and i was telling my my wife friend in a very uncomfortable conversation i was telling him that the problem is i don't want a white savior but i need a white savior and this creates extreme conflict for me. <laughs> this, is I, this is what I was telling him, right? This creates extreme conflict for me because I'm tired of watching movies and it's always a white savior. And I'm tired of, you know, I, I got to apply for this and I need the white savior, right? This, But at the same time, I need a white savior because that's how the system is. Ready. And it creates major conflict for me. And I have no idea what this looks like for you. And then he proceeded to tell me something that blew my mind out my ears. This man said, well, we don't write laws to keep you out. We write laws for other white people to keep them out. Mm 
We don't even <laughs> see you as relevant, Antonio. We don't write laws against Black people. We did that already. We write laws about other white people who are our competition. We just assume you're going to get caught up in those laws. The war is older white versus younger white. You just think the war is black and white. And that's where we got y'all. Wow. In the rising tides. <laughs> Somebody put the big wild face on. We, because I, I have friends that all we do is have very uncomfortable conversations and we make each other better. And it's never, it's never an argument. It's never a raised tone or nothing. Like, how are we going to fix something if you don't want to talk about it? You know, it was it wasn't me that recognized one of it was it was talking to an Indian person or maybe a Pakistan. I can't remember which one who told me the only time I ever see black people, they come out of jail or they go to jail. That's the only thing I see on TV. I didn't recognize that till he told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have these uncomfortable conversations with people. Go ahead, Phil. It's completely off the subject because to, to circle back, the January 6th committee literally hired a TV executive to produce the hearings. If you when you watch the hearing coming up, watch it with the idea of boy, this is a lot different than what it used to be. Hmm. Hmm. They literally hired a TV executive to produce the hearings this year. Wow. That's why you'll notice they have videos, they have cutbacks, they have sidebars. They have See, y'all see it? That's because because they want y'all to know that. They want y'all to know what happened because it's not there's nothing going to change from from as far as like that's a different agenda. Whenever if you if you want to see C-SPAN, you watch C-SPAN, the filter is going to be dark. The angle is there is no read. This isn't this is what I call the church angle. <laughs> this is what I call it. To, if you want to see bad cinematography, this is how the this is how the church looks. The church always got the worst angle possible. Now, listen, y'all. There's and you this. can't hear half of what they say. And you can't hear so half of it. Mean, yeah. You can't hear half of it, for sure. For sure. All of these are rules of poverty. They are real. They ain't going nowhere. Your job is to account for them. This is not changing. They don't like feel. They don't like Chiquita. And they see Phil and Jaquita as the same person. And to think otherwise, it's uncivilized to borrow from Charles Barkley from the 80s. It is genuinely uncivilized. They don't like any of you. They don't like me. Well, actually, they quite like me. They, 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 <laughs> they quite like me. They quite like me. They don't like you whatsoever. We're trying to use 48 laws of power on you. Bring you you in until you be irrelevant. You'd be so far in with them, you won't be you won't be bucking the system. That's how they're gonna do you. That's exactly how they're gonna do it. They'll be like, you know, all that group economics and tell you, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) And I come back here next Monday, Queen Chi. All right, everybody. Um, this is closed. We're not doing this no more, right? (laughs) Because group economics is the worst thing to possibly say to the status quo. Because if everyone is in group economics, what's the why, why vote? Why, why do you, why would you vote if no matter what happens, your group is going to protect you? Black people is the eighth largest economy in the world. The eighth largest. Eighth largest. 
eighth largest economy in the world. It would be the eighth largest country. Hear me very well. You've never seen a Democrat or a Republican try to campaign for the Jewish vote. You've never seen it. You've never seen it. Because they already have the Jewish vote and the Jewish money. So what you see is us doing the most hypocritical things on the, the Israel and Palestine border. The most hypocritical things possible on the Gaza Strip. Because we will make sure at all costs that we will not violate anything of Jewish anything. I'm not telling you we should. Nobody, nobody should be violated. I'm just telling you, when you got that much power, you better not say nothing against our people. And guess who got that much power now? Gays. Yes. I dare you to go out there and say something. Yeah. This is when you've done group economics so much. They don't have to campaign for you. They coddle to you. You'll never see gay people get shot out in the streets by police officers. No. You'll never see a Jewish man get shot out in the streets by police officers. Do you understand how much the laws would change if that happened? Black folk have no power, no money, no power, and don't even care. Mm. By all means, you're expendable. This is one black man telling another black people, which I have the right to say, you are expendable. Mm. Until you group yourself together and put your funds together, you are expendable and will be treated as such. Wow. You're not endangered. You think you're an endangered species. Nope, 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 nope. Women, they're gonna take your sales without your permission, do tests on you without your permission. Men, they're gonna exterminate you as fast as they can. So what's the best way to do this? You gotta get in the group. You gotta shield yourself. You gotta let in the white ally, sorry. You don't like it. This is what it is. This is why I differ from a lot of conscious people. Because I don't see, well, I see things different, but I also make more money than a lot of conscious people. If you are not willing to let in allies, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. And you got to stop making Phil want to be black to be here. <laughs> That's Judaizing. Right? <laughs> you can't be saved. You got to be Jewish to be saved. You can't make Susan black to be here. You understand? You just can't. They got to stay. They got to be stay white and be our Trojan horse, Antonio. <laughs> there, there you go. That's absolute facts. Go ahead, Queen Chi. Last words on you. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to point out what you, one of the things you just said about them taking our sales and stuff like that. I'm not sure if women know this, but when you go to a hospital and you have medical procedures done that um, they put you under anesthesia in your sleep, they can um, bring in students to do vaginal examinations on you without your permission, even though you're not there for anything vaginal. You could be getting, you know, lung something or whatever, heart surgery, but while you're under anesthesia, they can bring in, if it's a teaching hospital, they can bring in students to do vaginal exams on you while you are under the anesthesia. Go. It's, it's more crazy stuff than that. Well, how do you think they're doing? How do you think, how do you possibly think we're advancing medical forward? Research? Who's the subject? We got live subjects. It's called you. 
There's a whole on HBO Max right now. Me and Deanna watched it yesterday or uh, sometime this weekend. Henrietta Lacks. This is the this 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 is it is what it is. There's only one way to protect yourself group economics. Do you have to like it? No. But the mere fact that it's so resistful, Jerome, tells you I'm on to something. Because you ain't resisted poverty, and that's for sure. <laughs> you got no resistance for poverty. Oh, but that that let's come together, that's where we at. So let's end with this here. The rules of poverty are out here. I strongly suggest, this is why I want y'all to read 33 Strategies of War. Four-day laws of power would be rules of psychological brain functioning. 33 strategies of war, they're so relevant. They're happening right now. This is how they uphold our, they got 33, thank God for books. I read 33 strategies of war a long time ago and I was like, I cannot believe they let this man write this book. Right, he's still alive. He's still alive. Robert Greene should be dead. No offense, but there's no way that they just let this man write this book. But I guess this is so big and so thick that we're nobody gonna read it. He is a historian. 33 strategies of war happening here right now. Just, just so you like, just to be clear, Tommy for two minutes, Grace. Just to be clear, 33 strategies, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna sound some of these words out. Just all right, here we go, right here. Just to be clear, here is my notes for 33 strategies of war. They're extensive. Part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, and then I got all these details. But let's just look at this real quick. Declare war on your enemies. Don't fight the last war. This is come down here. Lose the battle, but win the war. And right there, that's exactly how they did Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Let's leak this information out real quick. See what's fit to happen. We're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. But now we got two months of two months of preparation for what they didn't want us to do. You can't plant better, you can't dominate. We'll see you all at, 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 at 10:30 for the film class, but we'll see you for, for oh no, it's not let's study a book today. It's on Mondays now. Okay. Well, Grace, you tell them what we're gonna see them at. Grace got it. We'll see you at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern for the keynotes. Uh, Miss Tracy Armstrong will be speaking on this evening. Yes. So we're excited. Woo All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you later at 1030 Film School. Love you. Have a Love good you day. More. Love you more. Love you more. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.